Coming up on this episode of the Endpoint Zone with Brad Anderson, we have a review of our time at Microsoft Ignite. Yeah, I just want to go over a couple of the major announcements. You know, the, one of the biggest ones is how we're going to help you accelerate your move to new versions of Windows 10 and Office Pro Plus. We're going to have a look at Win32 app management inside of Microsoft Intune. And I'm going to show you my new uh, Surface Pro 6 here, which is AD joined and Intune managed. It is the fastest coming out of sleep you have ever seen. Welcome to the Endpoint Zone. This is episode 1810 with Brad Anderson. Welcome back to the studio. Great to be here. Still recovering it's, from uh, Ignite. I see you got some uh, tennis elbow from all the uh, yeah, hands you were shaking. A lot of handshaking going on at Ignite. Uh, pretty amazing. <laughs> we're going to talk about what we uh, found out at Ignite, the customers that we met, um, some of the things that we talked about with those customers, including things like desktop analytics, AppAssure, yeah. and also uh, Win32 app management. Why don't we start just by talking about some of the uh, the announcements like the Win32 app management. Yeah, so you know, one of the one of the most important things that we talked about at Ignite is how organizations can start to move to the cloud and and one of the key things we, we understand is every organization has got an incredible amount of on-premises infrastructure It's going to be there for a long long yes. time. And specifically in the case of say config manager and desktop management, you know, the majority of the world mm -hmm. like, you know, four out of five organizations manage their PCs with config manager. And so organizations do want to start moving to the cloud. We want to help them modernize. We want to help them understand how to do it. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about this concept of being cloud managed. And cloud managed is how you take your existing on-premises infrastructure, say like Config Manager, yeah. and you attach the Microsoft Cloud to it. And as you attach the Microsoft Cloud, it brings all this intelligence and new value. Without changing anything with what you're doing on-prem, mm -hmm. you bring the power of the cloud, you become cloud managed, and we help you accelerate and we help you automate things that IT has had historically not been able to do. And so this is not about necessarily migrating, it's all about how do we help you achieve more by adding the power and the intelligence of our cloud. Now one of the big things that we, that we um, talked about was as organizations want to move from say Config Manager to doing everything in the cloud, the fact that we didn't have full support for Win32 applications up in the cloud was, was one of the biggest blockers. Yeah, it was really holding us back, wasn't it? Oh, the number one blocker by far of organizations wanting to move up, up into the cloud to do their PC management. And so, you know, honestly, the biggest announcement in terms of the community that we all work in endpoint management was the fact that within Intune now, we're going to fully enable Win32 app deployment. Yeah, and there was a real buzz around their ability to be able to do that Win32 app management. And if I look at all of the sessions that we delivered at Microsoft Ignite, they were rammed. It was standing room only every single time. Yeah, no doubt about that. I mean, the number of times I would walk past a room and there'd be a thousand people that couldn't get into a classroom that had three yeah. or four thousand people in it. And then as I walked past, uh, past the booths, I mean, the line was incredible. The interest was off the chart. So let's talk a little bit about Win32 app and I think, I think you want to be able to show some of it. Yeah, I can show it. So one of the fascinating things about this is if you take a look in Config Manager, we look at the telemetry, we actually are now seeing 6.4 million Win32 apps that are being deployed through Config Manager around the globe. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. 6.4 million. That's, it's huge. <laughs> it's a ton. And you think about the Config Manager team, for 20 years they've built all of the capabilities to deploy MSI Win32 to, to PCs. I mean, it, I'll tell you, it took us a long time to get it right. Mm. There's all the corner oh, yeah. cases, all the things you have. So one of the beauties of this is, you know, it's, it's not that it's a copy and paste of code out of Config Manager into Intune, but in some ways it actually is because it's the same set of people, the same individuals who built all that Win32 support into Config Manager are just moving that into Intune. And so, you know, that's in preview right now or, or it's actually in the service right now. And as you go over the next couple of months, we'll flesh that out, but you'll have that full support. And then you'll have the ability to take your applications and move those up into Intune and, and deploy them. Yeah, and it's actually amazing. The, the fact that people think that this could just be as simple as going and throwing some MSIs or some executables down to a PC 
and not realizing just how much investment it really takes in the engineering yeah. to make sure that those things install when they're sent down. Yeah, I, I, I see some of the competitors at Intune talk about the fact that they now have Win32 or MSI app um, capability. And the reality is, yeah, they may be, be able to deploy a, a, a simple MSI, but you look at the inventory and the average enterprise has uh, 2,000 Win32 apps. Mm -hmm. Just keep leveraging what you've been leveraging from Microsoft. We have the knowledge. We're just going to copy and paste that code in. You'll have that full support. Just, you know, your easiest path to move to being cloud managers is just doing what you're doing and following the Microsoft path. Yeah, it really is. So I'm going to show you something. I'm just here inside of the Microsoft 365 Admin Center. We also announced the, uh, the changes to the Admin Center. And I'm going to go in and uh, select, whoops. I'm going to go in here and select the Admin Center for Intune. Yeah, we do that. You know, one of the most important things to talk about here is Microsoft 365 Admin Center. You know, now if you want to go to the device management portal, yeah, literally just go to devicemanagement.microsoft.com. Mm -hmm. That'll take you right into this experience you're seeing here from uh, from Simon. Yeah. So I'm going to go into um, client apps, which is where we've placed the the Win32 app management alongside all of the other app management for everything inside of uh, your tenancy. And then we'll go into the apps node. And here's one I created earlier. This uh, one right at the top here. Um, which is uh, actually to deploy the 7-zip um, the executable installation um, down to my client PCs. I'm going to head into Properties. And what I've had to provide here is a, um, an Intune Win package. So we've actually created a, uh, a package installer, which has been placed up onto GitHub. All you have to do is just download that and then provide it with three very simple pieces of information. The place where the executable-based installation is, um, the output location of uh, the installation, and also, that's literally where it's going to drop the .intune.win file, and also the executable that's going to do the install. Once we've provided that, we provide um, information about the application so that it's going to customize how that's going to appear for the end user inside of Company Portal or on their PC. Go down to Program, and within Program, what we provide is information on exactly what the command line is going to be yeah. we're going to have to use to install and to uninstall, which is also critically important. You have to be able to uninstall. Then we can provide requirements around the, the system that's needed in order to be able to run uh, this particular application. So you can see here, I've selected both 32 and 64-bit. You can see that I've selected uh, 1803 as the minimum operating system that's required. Always good to make sure that our users are staying current in order to use their applications. And if it's a really large application, I can make sure that my devices have enough disk space, have the right kind of memory um, requirements applied, number of processors, etc. Then we can configure some detection rules. And this is going to be the rules that are used to determine whether or not the app installed. So I'm going to do something very simple with this install. And I'm just going to ch check to see if the application executable has ended up on the machine. If it's not, we're going to consider that it's not installed, and we're going to keep retrying that installation. We can also go a little bit more advanced and provide return codes. So if we know what the um, output codes are going to be from a particular installation, we can code those in. We can add our own returns. Once that's done, just have to hit Save, and then assign it to some users inside of my organization or some groups. Uh, in this case, I'm just going to do Add Group. I'll add it into my uh, I'll do a uh, required install. So it's going to force it to install onto the machine. We'll do that for. Uh, the legal department. Okay, select legal. Select. And OK. OK. So now 
7 zip is going to be required for every single user in my legal department. It's going to automatically install because of the switches we've added. It's going to install silently in the background for every single user inside of the organization. And then over the next couple of months, you know, rules around supersedence and all the other richness that people are accustomed to in Config Manager, we'll start building that into Intune. And, you know, by the first of the year, it'll, it'll be a really, really solid solution and give you the capabilities you're expecting. Yeah, absolutely. And because we've done this in line with also having things like co-management available, there's lots of yeah, different And that's options. one of the most important things to talk about here. One of the biggest actions we ask all of you to do is go and attach Intune to your Config Manager deployment. We call that co-management or cloud-managed. Start taking advantage of all that incremental value. This is not a migration. It's taking and saying, hey, we're going to attach the value of the Microsoft Cloud on top mm -hmm. of what you're already doing in Config Manager. And then if you want to, for example, move software distribution to the Cloud through Intune, great. You'll have all the capabilities, and this is, this is what people were waiting for. Yeah. It's funny. This was probably... The most retweeted tweet in anything I've ever tweeted in history was this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. I think people were just waiting for us to do Win32 right. app management. That's and right. now that we've done it, it's taken one more thing off of their their list of things to consider, and they just know we're going to do this. Right. Now let's talk about one of the other big things that we talked about at Ignite, and we talked about how we're going to help organizations not only move from Windows 7 to 10, but then go from Windows 10 to Windows 10, and from Pro Plus to Pro Plus. Yeah. And so what I want to set up here is, first of all, what the challenge was, the challenges, and then two things that we're doing to help. And so as we, as we sit down and we talk about organizations, we talk with them about, hey, what is, your, what, what is your biggest fear or what is the delay that takes you moving from one release of Windows and one release of Office Pro Plus to the next? And it, it's, it's fear that some of the applications are going to break. And to be honest, we don't have the best history here. You know, historically, when organizations have moved from one version of Windows to another, you know, some percentage of their applications have not been compatible. Well, first of all, Windows has done a phenomenal job in compatibility from Windows 7 to Windows 10. I mean, literally, like the number, the, the number of apps that we are seeing that are not compatible is measured in fractions of 1%. Mm -hmm. But we have to help give IT confidence. So there's two things that we're doing. We're going to talk about both of them. The first thing is we're going to talk about things that we're doing to automate and take advantage of all the knowledge we have in the Microsoft Cloud to help you understand if you have any apps that, have, that are broken. And then if you do have apps that, that, that have compatibility issues, what we're going to do to help you there. Okay? Mm -hmm. So I want to I show you this, but first of all, I want to show you something pretty, pretty amazing here. Let me see the dongle there. We have some technical challenges this, the, this afternoon, so uh, we're doing a little switch here. This is one of the new Office Pro 6, but what's important about this, this is a, a device that is managed in purely from Intune, purely from Azure Active Directory. And I want to show you just how fast this comes out of sleep. Mm -hmm. This is a fantastic end user experience. It doesn't have a bunch of group policy settings on it. It's just using everything that comes out of the box from, from, a, from a Windows perspective. This is compliant with all of our security policies at Microsoft. This is a compliant device. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put power on here. I want you to just count how many seconds it takes from the time it comes out of the sleep till I can be productive. Okay? So I'm powered on. One, two, three. Wow. Three seconds to be completely logged into Windows. That's pretty amazing from, from so, turning it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to show this to Simon before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the experience you need to give your users. You know, I would challenge all of you to go do the exact same thing in your environment. Take the PCs that your users have, bring it out of sleep, and see how long it takes. Then do the same thing with booting. Take a PC, turn on, let it boot, and see how long it takes from the time you power it on until the user can be productive. And then take a device, join it to AAD, join it to Intune, apply a security baseline to it, and see what the difference is. This is an amazing user experience. So now with this in case, uh, so first of all, this is the new black Surface Pro 6. That's I gotta nice. say, it's a, it's a beautiful device. 
Because I want to walk you through how, first of all, this help you understand what desktops analytics is. Mm -hmm. And then um, I should show you how it works. So the first thing is inside of the Microsoft Cloud, we're getting telemetry from over 700 million Windows 10 PCs. So think about that for a minute. We see every configuration of hardware, every mm -hmm. driver, every office add-in, every third-party ISV app. We see it all. And so now what we're doing now is we're taking all that knowledge that we have in the cloud and we're going to attach it to your config manager uh, base. And so you go into Config Manager and you set up what we're calling uh, desktop readiness uh, policies. Mm -hmm. And what that does now is it goes up and says, okay, let's go take a look at the 700 million PCs in the cloud. Here are the set that belong to this particular tenant or customer. Then what that allows us to do is I can now take a look at all the hardware in your, in, in your PC in your state, mm -hmm. all of your third-party apps, your office uh, uh, add-ins, and we even have a way now to look at your internally developed apps that only appear in your organization. Mm -hmm. And now for the first time, we can give you a readiness assessment that basically says, of all your hardware, all your drivers, all your apps, here are the ones that are ready to go up to the new version of Windows, and here are the ones that we think have got problems. Let's go work on that. We help you focus the efforts. This eliminates months, years of people doing human labor that we can now do from the power of the cloud. Yeah, if I think about the, the deployments that I've done in the past, I had to literally sit down and test every single piece of hardware mm -hmm. would run Windows, would run Office, would run my line of business apps. I'd be sinking thousands of man hours into getting that done for and a... Months and months of time. Yeah. And so in this case where we're coming out with updates every six months, it's impossible to keep up if you're, using, if you're just doing it through human labor. Completely. Now you apply the, the power of the cloud. Mm -hmm. Now one of the cool things about this is if you do find apps in that readiness assessment that have problems, we have this new service that we launched on October 1st that we call the Desktop App Assurance Program. We're going to talk about this in a minute more, yeah. but we're going to help you unblock applications if, if you have applications that have problems. And then what we do is we learn from that and we make sure that we fix any issues in, in Windows, but we also then update our readiness um, intelligence and capability so it's always getting better. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day now, then you are able to create a deployment plan and you can actually go out and start deploying out to your estate in, you know, in days after a new release of Windows comes out, not months or not years. And this is how we're going to dramatically help you build confidence that your hardware is ready to go, your apps are ready to go, and you can actually now accelerate your, the rate at which you embrace a new version of Windows and Office Pro Plus. That's going to be amazing. And that's going to be so helpful for folks that want to get all of that new functionality in things like Office Pro Plus, where it really does depend on having the latest Office well, Pro you know, Plus. We talked about this concept called the modern desktop. One of the key attributes of the modern desktop, it's always up to date. Mm -hmm. right? and so we have to help IT understand how to accelerate embracing and deploying new capabilities. Okay? Yeah. So I'll actually jump in and actually show what it looks like now. So what you're, what you're looking at here on the screen um, is first of all, one of the most common things that we, that we see as people are falling into the, to, to use these programs now is often they call about an application that already there's an update for it. And so here, for example, you can come and take a look at, the, uh, at this particular website. And you can come type in the name of any application you want to go look at compatibility. In this case, I'm going to put in Teams. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come in here and say, you know what, what, I, what I really want to know is I want to look at um, Office add-ins. And so in that case, I can click enter on this. I want to take a look at this Office add-ins for Teams. It'll come back and tell me exactly what um, the add-ins are required for each one of the versions of the operating system. And real quickly, you can take a look. There are thousands of applications in this database. And you can go take in, you know, one of your existing applications, type it in, and we'll tell you what we know about it. Mm -hmm. Okay, we update this. All of our partners update it. Now let's go jump into the experience we call um, desktop analytics. And so I'm going to start here from the new integrated Microsoft 365 admin console. And I'm going to come here and I'm going to come look at um, the update readiness. And so what I want to show you here is just what we've done to, uh, to help you here. So I come here and I take a look at desktop um, readiness. And right here is now you're seeing where we're taking the knowledge of the Microsoft Cloud and applying it to your estate. You can see here that this particular organization has 12,000 PCs. 
1.5 thousand applications on the office apps, et cetera, et cetera. Now, let us walk you through how the power of the cloud helps you. So the first thing I'm going to do is, the way you, you use this is you build deployment groups. I'm going to go build a deployment group to deploy the latest version of Office and Windows. You know, mm -hmm. and we highly recommend that you stay current with Windows 10 and Office Pro Plus. And so I'm going to go deploy those together. You then go and you select the groups that you want to go target this policy to in order to be able to, um, to understand the estate. In this case, mm -hmm. I'm going to say, let's go get US West, set that as the, uh, the target group and create it. Now, it would take a day or two to go and look at all the information, make sure that we understand all the apps, all the devices, all the drivers. Mm -hmm. Let's go take a look at an existing deployment plan. So here, you can see in this particular deployment plan, um, the deployment was, was, was going to roll out a new version of Windows and Office of 306 PCs. But the thing is, we help you, first of all, prepare. We then help you pilot, and then we actually help you deploy the new Windows and the new Office Pro Plus across those devices. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's dig in a little bit deeper. The first thing we help you understand is what we call um, application importance. You know, like like anything, you've got the ha the apps that are used commonly, the head of the, the head of the tail, and you've got that long tail. Yeah. You know, the average organization has two thousand apps, but if you take a look at it, a very small fraction of the ones that are used on the predominant of the PCs. And so you take a look here in app importance. What I want you to notice here is here you have, we have got this set to, to classify an application as unimportant if it's, if it's only running on 2% of the PCs or less. Mm -hmm. So it allows okay. you to take that long tail out. Yep. And you can see here that there are you know, 80 noteworthy apps mm -hmm. you know, in the 1.5 thousand this particular organization has, but this is all about helping you focus. I'm going to come down here and, and, and look at the different apps that I have down here. And what I want to call to the attention here is in this case, this is an internally developed application. I can click on that. And we've detected that there is some kind of a compatibility issue with this particular application. And in this case, uh, it actually is using um, an old library, and we need to get that updated to a new version of that library in order to support uh, the latest Windows. Wow. Okay. But for the first time ever, we can actually now take a look at your third-party applications and your internally developed applications and give you a high degree of confidence statement mm -hmm. about compatibility with the next version of Windows and Office. And is there anything we can do if we do spot that there's no compatibility? Well, we're going to get to that in a second. Oh, okay. okay? Uh, let's finish this one. What, what I now do is I need to go and I want to go pilot this. So one of the, one of the key things in terms of how we think about this, this works is we, we want to go out and help you um, deploy and test in production. Mm -hmm. So the concept here is you go and create a pilot group. That pilot group should be representative of your estate, mm -hmm. of all your hardware, of all your drivers, of all your apps. The problem is how do you identify that? Yeah. And so in this cool. case, you know, we're starting with a config manager group that has 22 PCs in it. And you can see here, this particular group is telling me that I've got about 53% coverage of my PC estate. So that's 53% coverage of the hardware, the drivers, apps, and office add-ins. That's, that's just not good enough. Yeah, it needs to be higher. But this is really cool now. Using IntelliJ, we can come back and say, if you add in these 89 PCs, we actually will increase your coverage to 100%. You can see over here in the circle is 100%. Mm. And we also have got redundancy of 72%, meaning that all your PCs don't have to get upgraded in order for you to have that testing and production um, knowledge. You have 72% redundancy, and so only a handful of those PCs actually have to be upgraded in order to get the full view of your estate. That's fantastic. I mean, as a former IT pro, one of the hardest things of working inside of a large organization is that you actually almost have to know what everybody else's job mm -hmm. is. Yep. Because that's the only way to be able to do things like build a decent pilot group that has the right things in there. This just totally takes away all of the hassle of it's being able to do that. Wow. Yeah. It's, it is such a good example of how the cloud brings intelligence mm -hmm. and increases the impact and velocity 
of IT professionals. It's, it's, it's one of my yeah. favorite things we've ever, ever built. And so now that I've got that, you know, I can go and I can actually track that. If I flip into the Config Manager console, of course, you'll track that in the Config Manager console. And here I can actually then watch the deployment, watch how mm -hmm. things are going. And the concept here is, is get into that pilot, that pilot deployment quickly, yep. get data back, and then you then kick that off into the rest of the organization. But one of the key concepts of, of, of a cloud service that we build is you want to do testing and production, and you want to get insight, real insight coming into you as quickly as you can. With, uh, with desktop analytics, we can help you identify, you know, first of all, your app estate, your hardware estate, what, what things are going to have challenges, what's not going to have a challenge, mm -hmm. help you rapidly get into a pilot so you can accelerate your deployments. Awesome. Now, desktop analytics will be going into preview here by the end of the year. We'll be releasing uh, in 2019. Right now in market, you can use what is called Workstation, uh, sorry, Windows Analytics. Mm -hmm. Windows Analytics does a lot of the same thing. It's not quite as rich yet, yeah. but for those organizations who are moving from seven to 10, they should be using the Windows Analytics looking forward to desktop analytics. That's pretty awesome. So what are we going to do with those applications where they are stuck? Yeah. What, what's the story around Yeah, that? I think we should probably call in a subject matter expert to help us understand That's what we're going to do thing. there, right? Yeah. So let's, let's, uh, let's bring Alex Lopez in to the, to the endpoint zone. Hi. Welcome, Alex. Welcome. Hi. Alex is one of the masterminds behind the uh, Desktop App Assurance Program. Okay. So first of all, just give us the quick sure. overview of what Desktop App Assurance, what, what is the program? Yeah, so Desktop App Assure is a no-cost app remediation service for customers who are moving to Windows 10 and Office 365 Pro Plus. Or if they're already on Windows 10 and Office 365 Pro Plus and they take an update, we'll also help them there. And so I remember when the team came and pitched this to me, okay? <laughs> you know, Alex and Mike and a few people came in and said, listen, we have to help reduce fear and, 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 and um, increase confidence of organizations moving to one version of Windows to another. Mm -hmm. We should put our money where our mouth is and we should make a promise that, you know, if there's a problem with an app, we're going to fix it, right. okay? In fact, internally, this program, the, the, the code name of it was No App Left Behind, yeah. <laughs> okay? And my first thought was, man, I love the idea. And the second thought was, are we going to get overwhelmed? Mm -hmm. Okay, so first of all, we say it's a free app remediation program. That's right. Okay, for what apps? Good question. So the easiest way to think about is any application that worked on mm -hmm. Windows 7 yep. and doesn't work on Windows 10 or that breaks during an update. Uh, but we break it down into three main categories. One is your internally developed line of business applications, and you may still have the source code or the source code could be long gone. We can still work on those. Third-party software vendor applications, and then office macros and add-ins. And, and since the program has been in production since mm -hmm. October 1, mm -hmm. what's been the biggest thing that you've learned? The biggest surprise for me is that, you know, when we went out and made that compatibility promise, we had seen the, the data to back that up, and then it became true when we started talking to our customers. We have some really large enterprises who are working with us. Uh, a really large financial services organization has 600 what they consider mission-critical applications for their business, and they've worked with us on four apps. So of the wow. 600, only four. And the 600 were the mission critical. I that's bet they right. had thousands of Absolutely. apps. Absolutely. Yep, and of all right. the apps, only four have had issues. That's right. And it, it's important to note that they really strengthened their security posture between Windows 7 and Windows 10. And we know when customers take a more proactive approach to their security, sometimes that impacts compatibility. But we absolutely want to work on those apps. You know, as we were doing one of the final reviews before we actually put the product in the, into, um, into uh, GA, I was asking the team to walk me through the learnings from the preview. Mm -hmm. And the customers they had worked with in the preview had had 62, 63,000 total applications. And of those 63,000 applications, there were 55 that had application compatibility issues. And I, I want to call those numbers out because what that, if you do the math on that, that means what we're seeing in terms of compatibility that's just built into Windows, that's 3 one hundredth of 1% of the applications that they had had compatibility issues. So I, 
I think the Windows team has done a phenomenal, I mean, like an unbelievable job of, mm. of the compatibility promise. All right, so now let's talk about what happens, okay? So yeah. someone calls or someone right. issues a fast track. Uh, so first of all, how do they do it? How do mm -hmm. they get in contact with us? Yep. And then what do we do? Great, yeah. So um, I think it'll come up on the screen here when we end up producing the video, but uh, two ways to learn more. One is to go to our service description, and it's aka.ms desktop app assure. And then if they're ready to yep. make a request for assistance, it's aka.ms desktop app assure request. And then what would you tell any organization that's looking to upgrade to a new version from 7 to 10, mm -hmm. or the organization that really wants to accelerate their deployments from one version of 10 to the next? What's yeah. the biggest piece of advice and how does your team help? Yeah, great. So the, the first is leveraging desktop analytics or Windows analytics that we, they have available today to really understand what they have to test. Past experience is really uh, making customers take the step of manually testing every application and it's not necessary. And because of their past experience, when they do run into an issue, they immediately think that it has to be some really tough problem to solve and they end up spending weeks of testing rather than doing a few basic searches online. And so we saw tons of customers spend all this time testing, but when they ended up doing a quick search, they ended up finding a solution. So something like, oh, they ended up having a free application upgrade available to them that immediately solved the problem. So we saw so much of this that we ended up using uh, our app compact guy, Chris Jackson, to uh, publish a blog on the topic, which is just a few tips that customers can take to remediate their applications. And then of course, if, if they can't, then to leverage our service. All right, now, so another data point here, you know, I, I love data. Mm -hmm. So far, you know, the, the program has been in production now for two weeks, and we, mm -hmm. we ran for several months. What we have found is, you know, uh, of all the applications that have had compatibility issues, which is a very small number, it's translated into 10 Windows bugs. Mm -hmm. And your team has actually been able to get those issues fixed, not only in the current version of Windows, but actually backporting that to previous versions of Windows 10. That's right. This is unheard of in our history. That's right. Yeah. I, well, what we really want to do is make sure that customers who are using these applications and other customers aren't blocked by the same problem. So addressing it at the OS either unblocks that application, but also unblocks other applications that mm -hmm. may be using similar technologies. You know, so I get a chance to review this every uh, once a month. We take a look at all the fast track programs and, and I have to say it's, it's probably my most favorite meeting of the month. Mm -hmm. And a new service like this with this promise of no app left behind, the desktop app assure program, I, I think you guys have just done an amazing job. Thanks for uh, Thanks for the work and thanks for coming Thank by. And I mean, it's a dream. Zone. Who gets to give away a free service like this? It's absolutely a, a dream. Well, I think I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly proud of what you guys have done. Yeah. All right, with that, I think we're done. Yeah, I think that takes us to the end of the show. Uh, don't forget to follow Brad and I on Twitter, at Anderson, at SciMonster, and we will see you on the next episode of The Endpoint Zone with Brad Anderson. <laughs>